0: Come get
1: live. IGN Game
0: Scoop What's up everybody, welcome to IGN Game Scoop I'm your host Damon Hadfield Joining me this week is Justin Davis Scoop Sam Claiborne Winter Scoop And Jonathan Dornbush Charmed, I'm sure And we've got a great show for you this week This is the final show of 2017 The Last Scoop mm. I gave you my heart. In the very next scoop, you gave it away. We're going to talk about some, we're going to share some holiday gaming memories. We're going to talk about Nintendo's next system
2: because it's time. But first, a word from our sponsor. Today's GameScoop giveaway is presented by God of War The Lost Pages. In celebration of God of War, we're giving away a $100 PlayStation Store gift card for your gaming enjoyment. Just go to ign.formstack.com forward slash forms forward slash gamescoop underscore sweepstakes for a chance to win. I know, it's a doozy, but it's worth it. And be sure to check out the God of War podcast The Lost Pages of Norse Myth on iTunes and Google Play for official game lore and in-depth interviews with Santa Monica Studio. A new episode is available each month leading up to God of War's release. Back to you, Damon.
0: Okay, this episode is going to be all listener mail all the time Mm -hmm. because it's it's the season of giving, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think it's time we gave back to our listeners for sticking with us for another year and also... This is my second to last day in the office work, and I just, <laughs> I don't.
3: <laughs> it's getting really quiet in the office. Yeah. We're all wearing long me. sleeves because it's a little bit cold uh, where we live now because it's, you know, yeah. the winter months, and uh, Gummy
4: Bears is playing in the lunchroom right now. Is that what that uh, was? Is that true? Yeah. Okay, I couldn't I've figure out what cartoon that was. I've been yeah. eating a lot of cookies, and I'm getting ready to hibernate. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so our first email comes from Pete from Melbourne. Hey, Pete. That's in Australia. Australia. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Australia. Got it. Pete says, as the year draws to a close and we choose our faves of the year, I thought for the final scoop of the year, I'd propose a little game. Mm. Looking back at the past decade of gaming, for each year, I'll throw you two highly regarded games. You need to choose one that you think deserves to be remembered in the gaming halls of history. Where are the gaming halls of history located again? Uh, uh, that's in
4: uh, that's it, in Sacramento. Okay,
0: no, so not too far <laughs> yeah, from you. It's,
4: it's the capital. Akron, Akron, Ohio. <laughs>
0: <laughs> here we go. Okay, so does everybody, everybody understands the rules of the game? Yeah.
5: Yes. Uh, Sophie's choice for every year. I mean, I wasn't
4: yep. paying any okay. attention. I'm assuming I'll pick it up. You'll pick week. it up Can as we go. This go is go going back ten years ago. Yeah. So 2007. So we're
3: not gonna have to make the choice between Okami and uh, Twilight, Twilight Princess. princess. No. Well, we already Which did. Which was a tough yeah. choice. We already
0: No, we begin in 2007, and our choices are Super mario galaxy mm. or portal oh boy oh, that's man. very hard it's mm. easy for me it's portal i think portal 2 i think no, because portal.
5: no yeah just the first
0: <laughs> i think portal as well because that was something entirely new mm-hmm. yeah uh you know Another Mario game is great, Portal was something mind-blowing and, and something we'd never played before.
4: One of my fondest memories, I mean, Valve was already, you know, one of the biggest developers in video games, Half-Life, one of the most beloved games of all time, but they weren't the Valve that they are now, a decade later, we're just an absolute behemoth, you know, making billions and billions of dollars. So the orange box, right? That's where Portal debuted. They had yeah. these weird games. They had Team Fortress Two and a new Half-Life episode, and you know this little game called Portal. And they uh, they bundled them all up in order to have something to sell for fifty or sixty bucks. And Portal was the odd game out. We call that for that year. We called Orange Box a
3: title to vote on for Game of the Year. Oh, yeah. interesting. So okay. it was Orange Box yeah. versus. Yeah, Mario Galaxy, which is not individual. Interest Interesting. So.
5: Interesting. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. For me, uh, I love Galaxy. I th- I like Galaxy two more, hmm. so I'll I'll give it to Portal because I can't imagine a world without Portal. Yeah. and puzzle games like well, that.
4: And, and you can't imagine a world without Mario.
5: Uh, there'd be other Mario games. Yeah, there's there <laughs> not there, Mario there other. Galaxy. Yeah.
4: Well, and so that's what I was getting at. Is Portal was just such a surprise, came out of yeah. nowhere. It was this little thing bundled in as part of a big game collection, and no one knew. It just—it's very rare that you experience something that you're just like it just completely unfolds in a way that's unexpected yeah, and new. Yeah. And um, you know, all the cake and companion cube and stuff has become such a meme. But yep. it was so crazy when you were experiencing it in real time. Yeah, yeah. Gladys
3: is just the best character. Yeah, mm-hmm. of great our, villain of our century.
4: Uh, okay, so let the record show
0: that we have selected Portal uh, to go in the gaming halls of history in Akron, Ohio. <laughs> yeah, uh, 2008, Little Big Planet or Grand Theft Auto 4?
4: Mm. I, mm, oh man people are gonna be mad in the comments i don't like oh. the little big planet games that much neither do i i think the controls in them feel really floaty and yeah. i i hardly even remember specifically how they play but i remember a lot of weird stuff like i think grab is mapped to one of the triggers and yeah like, that's it, so weird i felt like i was always contorting my hands it i'm not amazing though i'm not the world's biggest gta 4 fan either but i i kind of no, didn't yeah. like little big planet so i give it to gta
0: yeah I agree. I, I've actually never really been interested in the Little Big Planet series.
4: I never could get into the
5: creation tools. Like, I always felt I, it's impressive the things people have made from them. But for me, it was kind of just like I'd rather just play other levels people made and not really dive into it myself. Mm. Whereas GTA 4, that was actually my first GTA game. And so I explored, oh, no. like, every facet of GTA because of it through mm. that game. Well, so you're for a New Yorker me, as well. Yeah. So I kind of loved seeing You
4: felt this right at home.
5: Pro- yeah, just the weird approximation. I'd be like, that's sort of like that street I grew up on. Yeah.
3: Mm. yeah I think GTA 4 is a... Uh, uh, terrible game and I would never select it for anything. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so
0: you abstain. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unless you're a big little big No, little I'll big, go with little, big, I, little, I, big I wrote planet. a
3: strategy guide for Little Big Planet and it mm. was really difficult and so I negative memories of that game
4: (laughs) i do think gta 5 you know they learned from like 4 is a landmark game in a lot of ways um but you know maybe not so much fun with you know the people calling you all the time and even the odd like on foot controls always mashing the x button and 5 really struck that balance between you know being silly and letting you know gamers be gamers and play in the sandbox but still tell like more of a realistic story they absolutely learned from 4 yeah um nika's such
3: a bad character in that game
4: (sighs) yeah Bad because...
3: Why would I ever want to play as him? He's awful. Like, you He's like a at, terrible person. As a person. Person. Okay. Yeah, like okay. I, that's why I, okay. I can't get behind a lot you of... You
0: often play terrible people in Grand Theft
4: Auto. But
3: sometimes so. it doesn't take itself seriously. So like okay. in Vice ah, City... Okay it's really yeah. funny and it's yeah. like good can't be. and campy and well, yeah that's I really what,
4: like that even, even again going back to 5 they, they split those missions up like the yeah. rampage just murderous stuff is all on Trevor right and then they have these other characters yeah. that had a little bit different kind of missions mm, and yeah, different story it. arcs
0: yeah uh, alright 2009 is, a, is a, a good pairing Batman Arkham Asylum mm. or Uncharted 2 oh boy oh man and, yeah I, I think it's an I, easy I, one I, I think I it's like, Batman oh I well, give it to Uncharted Whoa, that's interesting
3: I don't like Uncharted 2.
0: Oh, wow. Uncharted oh, 2 is my favorite Ch- one. My favorite it's also my favorite one. I like the
3: Uncharted one, yeah. series a lot, but 3 is my favorite one. Interesting. Interesting.
0: No, 2 is my favorite Uncharted, but... The Batman Arkham series is a little bit more my
5: speed. of Yeah, gaming. that
3: one specifically is so Metroidy. I yeah. I love exactly. how it yes. takes place yeah. just in the asylum. Yeah. It's I the Die Hard so rule. The uh, way it unfolds
5: it. and the way it uses the <clears throat> villains is so smart and so fun. Uh, the final boss battle aside, like it's sort of silly, but I think everything else in that game is so strong. Uncharted yeah. Two is my favorite mm-hmm. Uncharted, but even still, God, like I love Batman Arkham Asylum. Yeah,
4: I would agree. But Justin, you would give this to Uncharted Two? I Can do love Uncharted Arkham and, like, Asylum. Um, I like City a little bit more. Uh, but yeah, I give it to Uncharted Two for my money. Like, like, big AAA, just like, y- you know, games that are the equivalent of summer blockbuster With Yetis in them. With Yetis. Uh, <laughs> with Which
3: I completely support. I the, think that's my favorite part about it. It's yetis. my
4: favorite summer blockbuster style video mm-hmm. game sure. probably ever yeah. made. Like it just, has some
3: of my favorite set pieces. Yeah, just yeah.
4: the ride that it takes you on is just perfectly paced and, and immaculate, in my opinion. Yeah, It's a great game. Uh, 2010 is an
0: easy one for me. Mass Effect 2 or God of War 3? Mm.
4: And it's Mass Effect 2. Yeah. In my mind. I'm not a big God of That's War fan. Another yeah.
3: easy one for me. Absolutely yeah. Mass Effect too. Yeah.
4: The n- new of my favorite games ever made. The Two new is my favorite Mass Effect. The oh, new yeah.
0: God of War that's uh, coming out next year is like the first one to really interest me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It Looks like there's more than just you know hack and slash. Beat
5: yeah. em up. I love the first play. couple on a combat level, but as it yeah. waned on, like it didn't really hold my attention. That one looks like it could from many levels, but yeah, for me it's massive. You
4: know, you might be surprised, Damon. The original God of War does have like puzzles, like you're pushing and pulling blocks and solving mm-hmm. environmental puzzles and sort of mm-hmm. figuring out your way through the environments as well. It's a little bit more balanced, and I think some people that you know just haven't spent a lot of time with the games maybe think it is. So
3: Kratos is not a compelling character. Either. There, mm-hmm. uh, the monsters are really well designed. That's true. Yes, that's I true. like the monsters. And then three, they get really big. yeah there's some good them, like cinematic moments in and three. Attack their faces. Yeah,
0: but it's very yeah. violent. Uh, an, a big RPG <clears throat> with great characters like Mass Effect Two that you can really dig into. It's just m-
4: more my kind of game.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: It was a sure. uh, you know the Mass Effect series actually continuing all the way through Andromeda gets more and more action oriented each one. And then yeah. two to me sort of struck just the right balance between you know one was very RPG right, and mm-hmm. then two. Is right down the middle of like RPG and like action shooter game, and um, I yeah I think it's really wonderful.
3: Who are you paired up with in two mostly?
4: Well, the whole game almost is recruiting, right? Uh, it, you know, the, the bad things happen to you at the start of the game, and then you get sort of regather your crew, or gather but a new crew. But Miranda is there the whole time, right? Is that her name?
5: Yeah, the Evantrovsky's character.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think Sully isn't them. in it as much. I don't think so. Yeah, it's been a while. I really like the characters from Uncharted 1. I like when they reappear in 3 and 4. Wait, we're talking about. Oh, wait, about Uncharted? sorry, yeah. yeah. I thought you Uncharted. were talking oh, we're about, talking about Mass, Effect. Mass
5: Effect. Yeah, when you oh, said Sully, no, 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 I was no, like,
4: no, like I'm
3: not. Yeah. <laughs> no, we get back no, on yeah, to Uncharted?
4: I'm like, Sully? <laughs> <No, laughs> because
3: <son>, <laughs> he was talking about Uncharted
4: right then. <laughs> okay. Was I? I meant Mass Effect. If I said Uncharted, <laughs> I, I honestly, thought you were talking okay. about Mass Effect. <clears throat> yeah. Oof. Yeah. We're all confused.
3: There's free cider in the kitchen. Yeah.
4: And wassail? Yeah. Wasel.
3: Wassel. Yeah. Wassail? I like, they say at Mr. Science Cedar, they say wassail, but I've heard wassail.
0: Yeah. Well, we actually just have a jug of, it's in it's printed. It's spelled. It looks like it's printed. Wassail <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, in the fridge, and I, I which dis- I didn't know, it was its own. Yeah, it's its own Actual holiday friend. beverage,
4: oh. spiced cider with yeah. booze in it. I've been taking poles directly off the jug. I hope nobody minds. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hold it on your shoulder? Like, <laughs> yeah, of gl- course. Gl- gl- gl-
3: gl- gl- gl-
0: Let's move on to 2011: uh, Legend of Zelda: Skyward Sword or Skyrim.
3: It's I, clearly I, Skyrim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Of the
4: Sky games, A lot of these are very easy.
0: Obviously, yeah. Maybe not obviously, but for me, it's definitely
3: Skyrim. Yeah. I don't don't have a lot of love for Skyward Sword myself.
4: Skyrim is a pretty style. Uh, I associate, as we all do, you know, specific games with specific times in my life. And I was pretty new to IGN when we got Skyrim in the office, and that was the first big, like, massive AAA game that you know people yeah. were playing and experiencing together <laughs> as a staff. Um, yeah. And that game has definitely stood the test of time, right? It does look and feel old now, but it took like years, like even 2014, 2015, You know, other three or four year old games, you know, were starting to feel clunky and starting to age, and people had moved on. But Skyrim, man. People just stuck with it. Would reinstall it and spend another hundred hours with it. It
5: just got re-released on Switch. Like yeah. it's still valid and in, in some VR, right?
4: Yeah, in mm-hmm. VR as well.
0: Yeah, Skyward Sword came out of, you know, at a time when I actively disliked the Wii. And I did not want to waggle my way through anything. Sure. Uh, and I think also the Zelda series, just at that point, has sort of gotten away from the open exploration. Yep. There's that I like so to much the
3: to say about that game that's positive, and yeah. I, you mm-hmm. know, I don't want to, you know. Overlook those things. Like the dungeons are really interesting. Yeah, it's kind of the last Zelda game that had those interesting full dungeons. So that's nice,
4: but yep. it's not. When it inevitably, it's not the Legend of Zelda to me.
0: When it inevitably is re-released, all give I, it another shot. I don't know that it is
4: that inevitable. The motion mm-hmm. controls are really baked in. Like. Hmm. Well, that's true. You can
0: still, you know, the Joy-Cons still have motion control. That's true. I mean, I've
4: thought about this on, um, I keep meaning, I feel like I brought it up on Scoop months and months and months ago. I want to write an op-ed about, you know, games that are motion control heavy that are really good. And it's like, are they ever going to get off the Wii? Like, Mm -hmm. are we ever going to get another chance to see some of these games? Mm -hmm. Um, Boomblocks. You can play Boomblocks with uh, the Joy-Cons. Boomblocks is so great. We played that one Thanksgiving. Yeah, we
0: did. (laughs) That was many moons ago. Yeah.
4: Might have been
3: 2011.
0: Uh, Uh, Yeah.
4: If
3: Skyward Sword only had like a big cloud ocean that was interesting <laughs> and had more than three places to land, yeah, yeah.
5: I, I like it could the have way been a, a cool game. I like the relationship between Link and Zelda in that game. Like, I think it's an mm-hmm. interesting take on that for sure. Yeah. But yeah, in terms of that overworld, that and uh, sort of Phi is that her
4: name? Fee? I Think Phi.
5: Yeah, however you yeah, pronounce however it, Fi Phi. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I actually Profile. never, I never played Skyward Sword because by the time it came out, I had lost my Wii IR. <laughs> Sensor. yeah I my Wii was still hooked up so I could I play games that didn't require the pointer but if you had to use the pointer I couldn't do it if
5: you just put up that? two candles by your TV, yeah,
3: yeah you could do the yeah. two candles and then in the office here just in any bundle of wire that you find behind a desk there's a one yeah. of those tangled out yeah. it. yeah. it's yeah. actually manda- thin wire <laughs> and it's so much longer it's
4: mandatory that in every cable nest there's a wii IR sensor <laughs> it's really funny
0: do any of us still own the Wii balance board
3: yeah it's, it's under my couch no. under your couch yeah.
4: oh man because like
3: you know, nothing else is under the couch. I haven't. Maybe so you know it's of, maybe it's been moved now. Maybe some of Rocket's toys. I are just under haven't there. checked.
4: Yeah, my mom does. There are a lot of cat She's toys. Also, under she still it. plays that stepping game almost every day. Yeah, that's <laughs> we oh, can't wow. own round
3: cat toys now because our cat always just loses them under the stove or the bed. Yeah, it's like that's not that's not that's, useful for me. <laughs> or the cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2012
0: Journey or Xenoblade Chronicles Journey. So Xenoblade Chronicles, I never played that one. I guess that was a Wii game? Is that right? Yeah. Yes. 2012, yeah. not a Wii U game? Big Wii Open yeah. World RPG. There was a big Wii Open World RPG. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I have to
3: abstain. I didn't play Xenoblade. Xenoblade. I didn't uh, play Xenoblade either. I've only played a couple
5: hours of it, but just... It's an interesting th- choice. Journey is the one Pete of the most emotional yeah. like experiences I've
4: ever had with a game you and vong ripper 420 climbing yeah. that mountain oh
5: yeah no I, that was one. Of, I loved when someone just jumped into my game vong yeah. ripper whoever you may have been my good friend that and game yeah. was
4: kind
3: of tainted by working here I think people talked oh, it up way too much okay. and then I played it and I was like the ex- I can ex- see that. are you talking about Journey yeah. Journey. Yeah. I had the
0: exact same response uh, interesting, I, man. I played it for the first time this year when it was a PS Plus game oh and, wow Okay. and after all that time I was like that's that
5: it. yeah, oh,
3: that's boy. it. Oh. That's that, that's a problem though. You, if no, your absolutely. expectations are set too yeah. high. You yes. can be disappointed by anything. Yes, that, that can yeah. happen yeah. with movies and games yeah. and everything. And that absolutely happened here. In the I can totally
5: here. see that. I remember I read that the IGN review, heart. was like, I need to buy this game, and mm-hmm. then just played it through yeah. uh, in a night, and I still I can remember playing it like clear as it happened yesterday. Like mm-hmm. I love that experience. Yeah.
3: Now the Journey arcade game I really like. It's based oh, on the yeah. Journey. The first game to ever have scanned faces. <laughs> yeah, in Yeah, digitized. Yeah, at a place. Don't stop <laughs> believing. Yep.
0: A very accurate recreation of. I mean, well, it has. Don't it has. I
3: don't. I, mean, I, I can talk about this all day. <laughs> it has a cassette tape in it though, with a live concert yeah. that plays if you beat the kind of cycle of levels.
0: It's a very cool old arcade machine. Uh, 2013 is a very interesting one. Bioshock Infinite or The Last of Us. Mm. Oh. Hmm. I'm not wild about either of those, yeah, which yeah. is wow. another one that people are oh, going to man. get
4: angry with me for. I, um, look, we know, we know the IGN audience loves the Last of Us. Well, and the staff, like, you know, like it's a beloved yeah. game, yeah. you know, amongst critics yeah. and commercially. I, to me, Last of Us is too oppressive and. Um, I've tried playing it three or four times, and I get maybe five or six hours in, and uh, the sneaking gameplay and just like throwing bricks. I feel like I spend that whole game throwing bricks, no. <laughs> and uh, I'm you being throw I'm being it. very yeah, very yeah. reductive right now. Like I understand what it's doing from a storytelling perspective, sure. but um, I just like it's evening. I want to play a game. I can't bring myself to like pick that up, and that's what I want to spend yeah. you know two hours with. And so I've I've I keep meaning to go back to it. Yeah. You like Bioshock a lot, right?
5: I, I love both of those games. Bioshock, I played them actually both back to back in that year. I remember yeah, very I vividly. It was like a two week period where I just mm-hmm. played both of them. I love the beginning and end of Bioshock Infinite, and I think that's the game it wants to be. Mm-hmm. And then it crams a lot. I, I don't hate the shooting as much as a lot of people do for that game. Like, I thought it was fine. But it, yeah, it, I agree. it The very much the middle stretch of the game, I think, <laughs> loses its way and has a couple really bad boss battles. But. Mm-hmm. Last of Us for me just the complete experience. I play it like once a year hmm. ever since it came out. And the winter just, part is unbelievably. Good. Yes, yeah, and especially with the Left Behind DLC included in as part of the story, just it's such an affecting emotional experience That's the mall for me. Ah, uh, yeah, the smallest one. You're so good. Yes, it's so
3: cool. And I don't think we can count that though. No, but just the, no, just the base it game itself, it really even with, even you, can do whatever whatever you, you want.
5: That, yeah, uh, that yeah. I think. When, yeah, when you get to winter and the shock of that, even still, mm-hmm. like playing it through on the fourth time, still hits me every time. Yep. And there's, I love the way it plays with the. Idea of player choice in its narrative and forces you to be like no this is the story we're telling and I, I do love the gameplay like I love those scenarios and I actually do like figuring out the combat like it's a puzzle mm-hmm. uh, in many of those scenarios so for me The Last of Us would be hands down mm-hmm. the choice but.
3: yeah it's tough uh, I mean I don't I don't like a lot of things about Bioshock but man the music was so oh, clever t- and awesome yes. in that game yeah. Yeah. I like a lot about that game And how the covers ha-
5: are so good they yeah. Do. yeah yeah it's yeah. so
3: cool and, and then how they like tie it to the kind of the plot of the game and yes. why that's happening yeah and then um, I do I like the fantasy creation of that more than the gritty earth of Last of Us. sure. Yeah. but like as we were just talking about Last mm-hmm. of Us, I'm remembering like how how much quality that game has. Yeah yeah that I, every season that to me like, has maybe a few... it's like a better Netflix show than it is a game that I, I can't tell.
5: Yeah, it could be. I'll, I'll let you know after my next replay. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs>
0: no, I think uh, Bioshock Infinite has such a great opening. When you mm. first uh, arrive at Columbia yeah. and when you meet Elizabeth, you're and on then, like
3: those skiffs going between the islands. Yeah. yeah, everything
0: through where you make your escape from the what, what's the bird guy's name? Uh, Songbird. Songbird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the first There's time a you your, playing the Beach Boys. Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. So. Yeah. But I agree, uh, Jonathan. Like it dips in the middle. Yeah. Uh, and it's like the first third of that game is really, really strong. Yes. And yeah. And then it has a bonkers ending. But I've beaten that one, and I've never beaten Last of Us. Kind of oh, like Justin. Like I've, okay. I've. Picked it up a couple times, but I've never felt compelled to mm-hmm. play through it to the end. It's so.
3: ne- that game is interesting because if you don't like the gritty dreariness, it is like three quarters of the game. Yeah. but yeah. then there's it really changes at the end. Yeah, and I've I heard that many times, it. and I like. But it and it, it, it's not probably not worth the investment if you don't like the rest of it. Yeah. It's, it's not but, that. But it's
0: not that I'm like actively rejecting the game. It's just like like kind of like Justin said. At night, at 10, 10, 10 p.m., when I'm like, okay, now it's time for some games, yeah. I just never feel like reaching for the
5: last place. Right. It's, it's not the type of story you unwind your day with. Yeah, just no, usually when I play games. Do you, you, yeah. you
3: want to wade through you know, garbage under a high school in a bombed out <laughs> suburban neighborhood? No, usually I pick Spelunky. <laughs> uh, 2014,
0: Bayonetta 2 or Shovel Knight. Oh. Some of these, this seems very random sometimes. Yeah. Those are the takeaways from 2014. What game do we give? Uh, That's what I was just trying game to year. remember. Is that Dragon Age Inquisition? Inquisition would yep. have been that, that, that year.
5: year? Yeah. yeah. That was Shadow of Mordor that year too. Shadow of Mordor. I think a few other games.
4: Yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, I we got know. Bayonetta 2 or Shovel Knight. Between those two, it's Shovel Knight. Me too. Yeah.
0: I never even played Bayonetta 2.
3: I played the beginning of Bayonetta 2, but I don't
0: like the Bandana series. Yeah. 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 I played the first one and it's like, not for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now we're getting Bayonetta 3, and I'm happy for the people that like that series. <laughs> Twenty fifteen is Undertale or The Witcher Three.
4: Oh, Very similar oh, games. Oh, similar oh.
3: those were the same year. Yeah. Paul Miranda
4: were here. <laughs> this is a this is a hard choice. Yeah.
5: Man.
0: Oh boy. Full disclosure, I have still not played Undertale. Myself, okay. um, I've
5: only played a bit of The Witcher, so I don't know if I feel fully qualified yeah. to.
3: I've played the crap the out game. of both those games, wow. and The Witcher is easy easy win for me. Yeah.
4: I I think I give it to Undertale. Wow. I think The Witcher felt more. I mean, it's, it's such a weird apples to oranges comparison. Yeah. It's like comparing <laughs> Did you beat The Witcher. No, but I played 25 hours. Did you just kill it by any chance? That's where I stopped. Was I was just okay. going there? That's why I that, know that I love, you love that, that. Yeah. For me, it's like comparing. It's like trying to review. A really good vine in the same Then <laughs> say how do you like that more than The Last Jedi it's like oh no man like how do I compare the two but um, The Witcher felt a little bit more conventional even though it's really really huge and you know well done as an interesting story Undertale I put a premium on games that show me something I've never seen before mm-hmm. and a style of gameplay I've never experienced before and being able to go through that game without ever fighting anything and um, what it does with like combat systems like dodging like it's an RPG but it also has like bullet hell dodging in it in every single combat scenario and the way that that inner like changes the story and the music and the soundtrack, yeah. ooh boy, Undertale is very, very good yeah. and very unique. And so, to me, I, I give it the edge. It's like I feel like it's one I'm going to remember more a decade from now.
0: 2015 was a good year. I would like to write in uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh my gosh, into that year.
4: was that what a game? Um, was yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it's not yeah. not not in the mix on and there.
0: Also, it could have been Fallout Four that year. Um, another game
4: which I. I feel like immensely loved. I want to go back to 2014 for a second. Everyone bags on Dragon Age Inquisition, and it was like they roll their eyes when they see it. That was game of the year. Like that game is excellent. Like everyone's like, oh, it's nothing but fetch quests. But they're only remembering. I don't know. You know it's just a pet peeve of mine. Well, <laughs> people, but
0: people don't talk about that game. Like a lot of the games of the year over yeah. the decades, people
3: still. Talk mm-hmm. about, like, Okami. They point
4: yeah, to, right what are the, Sam, you played that whole game, the little yep. shards that you collect all over the world.
3: I can't remember what they're called. And mm-hmm.
4: people point to those as like, oh, that game's nothing but busy work. And I'm like, that game is full of, like, you know, expertly voice acted.
3: castle sim in the middle of the game.
4: Oh, yeah, and, like, you can play, you can have an hour-long conversation with it's an NPC <laughs> totally where you true. where you banter back and forth. And, <laughs> what like, I this... think that
3: game's about is recruiting a team. That's what yeah. I think about my time with that. And I always like that about Mass Effect 2. Yeah. Um, and, and that you're going around and, like, you can miss an entire character. Yeah, I remember like how cool it was to think like, man, I was in this area for hours mm-hmm. and hours and never even did that quest to get a whole member of my team. I I, cool. I I was like absolutely
4: enamored with Dragon Age Inquisition, and I, I I don't know. I'm frustrated that people take away like they do add this Once busy work how on a top cheater, of it. I stopped playing. If you mm-hmm. ignore that busy work, there's still 60 hours of incredible, polished, beautiful game. There's
3: some Play open it. parts of it too.
0: <laughs> One day I'll revisit Inquisition. I'm sure. Uh, okay, finally, 2016. Inside or Stardew Valley? Mm. Easy choice Ooh. for me. Same. I have to abstain. I haven't played but, Stardew. You say same, but it's gonna yeah. be different. I th- yeah, <laughs> I'm sure my favorite would be Stardew because I don't.
5: Stardew really. for the two of me. I haven't played ah, a ton of Stardew. I'm the but. only.
0: I'm the only Inside lover up here. And
5: you've played Stardew?
0: No, I haven't played Stardew. Yeah, but I'm I just, just know. I know. <laughs> I know I w- I would prefer insight.
5: Insight just didn't grab me as much as I hoped it would. I like see, I see
3: you have the journey problem because people yeah, built it up. Yeah, it, too it much really for you was the, the, the
5: first couple of weeks that everyone was talking about, it, and then I got to it maybe a month after. And I just uh, having loved uh, why can't I think of the limbo. Limbo, thank you. I loved limbo, but playing this, I just I was like, all right, yeah, that was sort of a similar experience.
4: And it, yeah. yeah, I'm in the exact same boat. I did love limbo wasn't as wild about inside and stardew valley man like that the loop you always talk about like the gameplay loop in like games like steam world like the gameplay loop in stardew and even it being set up in days you're always like well i'll play one more day or my crops there's always something the next day to look forward to it's so peaceful and um i don't know man like it's it's I, you say you know you would love Inside more, but you might I, no. be surprised. <laughs> I'm might. i I'm, I'm sure I probably would like
0: Stardew Valley. And There's I a would dungeon. like to check it out at some point. It's but like
4: a 50-floor dungeon. To a g-
0: bizarro puzzle platformer with a sick sense of humor is definitely going to be more <laughs> up my speed. Cool. Yeah.
4: I don't know, Valley. man. Like you you spent all that time in Disgaea item dungeons yeah. and stuff. Stardew might surprise you. You, I, should, you should check it out on Switch. I will. I, 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 it's, <laughs> it's in my... my List of
0: games I plan to play sometime.
3: I'm so excited! This uh, winter break, we all—if we're traveling—we can bring a Switch with us. That's why the Switch
0: is the greatest
3: console of all time. I'm going to play Stardew Valley. Like, I'm so excited to like sit, like avoid you know any uh, uh, family agony (laughs) and and sit in another room and play the Switch. I don't even have to like occupy a TV in somebody else's house. Yeah, Yeah. just play that. That's great. Uh, Speaking of
0: the Switch, next up, we are going to help uh, a new Switch owner decide what games to play on his brand new console but first one more word from our sponsor and I promise this is the last one
2: Today's GameScoop giveaway is presented by the companion God of War podcast, The Lost Pages of Norse Myth. Each month, hear new official lore on creatures, weapons, realms, and in-depth interviews with Santa Monica Studio. Check out a quick preview from episode one, Odin and the Knowledge Keeper. And be sure to go to ignformstackcom forward slash forms, forward slash gamescoop underscore sweepstakes for your chance to win a $100 PlayStation Store gift card. Disastrous visions. She saw the world's plunge into a bitter three-year winter. She saw the sky split, and the realms began to tremble and quake. She saw a horrible terror emerge with a flaming sword, and an enormous beastly wolf rampaging across the countryside, as he grew to consume the very sun. She saw the deadliest of monsters, and the worst of gods at each other's throats. And, in the events leading up to it all, she also saw a pale, white ghost from a distant land, And his young son somehow intertwined in this terrible prophecy
0: okay next up we've got dave cameron from county waterford ireland Mm. and he says long time listener first time writing in i'm getting the nintendo switch from my lovely and better half over the christmas holidays and i've already gotten zelda and a pro controller to start me off nice aside from mario and mario Kart, which other games do you recommend i get I know there seems to be a ridiculous amount of titles released already, and I feel so stuck for choice as a result. I travel every week up and down the country, so I'm wondering what games would be more ideal for playing on the go. That's perfect. So he's got Zelda. Yeah. He's going to get Mario, Mario Kart. Steam what World else? Dig 2. Steam World Dig 2. Yeah. Uh, and let's, let's describe this game for him. This is kind of a Metroidvania, 2D action platformer Metroidvania with lots of digging and a very satisfying gameplay loop, like we were just talking yes. about. Yeah. where you're collecting resources, digging down. But if down. you die, you
3: lose those resources. Yeah. So yeah. you have to kind of do the risk of, can I get to a portal out of my hole? Yep. Which yeah. you can dig down <laughs> to these portals. Yeah. And then uh, you can use that with all your treasure, or you might die and lose all yeah. your treasure.
5: And you have limited light as you're going down. So you Risk have to
0: versus reward. Do anything? I keep digging, yeah. try to make it to the next you know, checkpoint, or do I head back up? Yeah, it's very much like, in my loot.
3: like uh, the, the earlier Castlevanias in the century uh, had that same thing, where you'd kind of push... Further and further to like a save point. Yeah. And you might get there and it's really exciting. And if you don't, you have to go all the way back to your yeah. first save point. Yeah, exactly. Uh,
0: so that's SteamWorld World Dig 2. I would also highly recommend Mario Plus Rabbids. Yes. Kingdom Absolutely. Battle. Absolutely. Big surprise this year. Yeah.
5: It's one of my favorite games of the year.
0: Turn based like. strategy game, kind of XCOM light. I would describe it, but, but a totally challenging game, like not, not a, not like a baby game at
3: all.
5: No. Yeah. It it has a little bit of a difficulty spike towards the end that Mm -hmm. I know has put off some people. Yeah. It's really hard. hard. Uh, But I love sort of figuring out the team you want to use correctly and uh, manipulating the powers in the right way because you can chain off of each other to create so many attacks. And before you even finish a battle, like you can do it in one turn when it can actually take like six turns. Like there's a lot of variation to the combat, which I love for sure. Yeah. It's a very uh, clever
4: game. Specifically for portable play, I'd like Stardew Valley is Stardy wonderful Valley. for that. Yeah. Uh, you know, because it is on these fairly, like each day is fairly short, but the game is just hundreds of days. So it's easy to pick up and put back down. Really appropriate for, for portable. Um, and I'd say
0: harvest moon, like farming.
4: Yeah. Sim, but you, with you start your own farm and, uh, and then there's a little bit more RPG elements than that. So yeah. a nice sim RPG and, uh, and I would put golf story in that same bucket yeah, as well. I still need to but check out golf story.
3: One. And if you're playing by yourself, only avoid arms and avoid snipper clips Yeah. because those games and aren't great by themselves. Splitoons. And maybe Splatoon, and Splatoon. Yeah. yeah.
5: But if you are and playing with someone else, I totally recommend right. snipperclips. clips. I think snipper especially clips with the DLC great. that's mm-hmm. in there now.
0: For when you uh, when you arrive home from your travels to your better half, yes. uh, you can play snipper clips together.
3: And Mario is totally a good bite-sized game too.
0: Oh, Mario. Yeah, Mario's yeah. probably pick it up, get a
3: couple moons. It's probably better it than Zelda as, like, bite-sized. I think so. and yeah, play. yeah, I think but so, too. But if you're yeah. on a three-hour plane ride, I'd rather have Zelda. Yeah. 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 Mario
4: yeah. feels... I mean, Zelda did come out on the Wii U, and Mario feels designed with the Switch's portability yeah. in mind mm-hmm. to a much greater degree. Yeah, I think so, too. What a great console. Great console. Oh yeah. There's more and more uh, this week and next week, uh, the console... Or last week and this week, rather. Um, just There's been an indie explosion where... Uh, yeah. We talked about it on the show last week, we specula- yeah. speculated that... Maybe some games have been held up in CERT, and then that resolved itself. Or something seemed to have happened. because so we went from a trickle of games to just dozens and dozens yeah. of uh like, you know, into the Gungeon. Yeah, into the Gungeon's uh, out
0: now, which is, yeah. uh, I, it's not a top-tier roguelike in my mind, but I had a lot of fun with it. It's not like Spelunky or Rogue Legacy level, There's but like it's, a, it's cool. It's
4: a fun. Zelda clone, like it looks like Link to the Past, called Blossom Tales. It's mm. like mm. a top-down Zelda game, that, and uh, just dozens of them. Like, I, I, you, Battle Chef Brigade. Battle uh, Chef Brigade. ones you might have missed, like
3: Axiom Verge and Axiom Verge, Oxenfree, yeah. On it now. Mm-hmm. Yep.
4: It's, and
0: then... Out today, which I was telling Sam about, Crawl. Yep. Which is that uh, local multiplayer dungeon crawler with cool pixel art, where I think it's for four people. Three people are the monsters, and one person is (laughs) the adventurer. And if your friends are like trying to, you know, kill the adventurer, I love that that idea. Yeah. Yeah.
4: You can almost always, not always, but most of these games hit Steam first. So uh, the one that I just named dropped the Zelda clone. Like sure enough, like it was on Steam earlier this year, last year, and you're able to see, like, oh, was it well received or not? Yeah. It's Blossom. I Something? think it's Blossom, Blossom Tail. I Blossom hope I'm not misspeaking. Tale. But um, uh, yeah, just poke around. Like, hey, is Oxen free for me? Take a look at the reviews from last year.
0: Yeah. Enjoy the switch, Dave Cameron from County Waterford, Ireland. This I'd love is, to go there. This is Christian Sarmiento from Sweden. Well I love Christian Sarmiento. I love to go sounds there. Too. like a Swedish name. But he says, love your show. It's a must every week while commuting, flying, or doing the dishes. Ha ha. Why is is he laughing? Why is he laughing? Well,
5: the first few things were so epic and then also doing the dishes. Yeah, maybe.
0: He says, I recently bought a Nintendo Switch while being on a layover in Chicago. I'm a steward, and I got a much better deal than in Scandinavia. Mario Odyssey. Really cool. Mario Odyssey was my first purchase for the console, and I'm completely in love with the game. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, everyone keeps talking about Zelda. I played Twilight Princess back in the day when Wii was a thing. My question is, is getting Breath of the Wild a good idea for someone who hasn't been into the whole Zelda universe, doesn't really know the whole story? Can you as a new gamer grab the game and still be sucked into the fantastic world of Hyrule? Keep doing a good job. Well, yeah. first of all, I plan to keep doing a good job. Yeah. Well, so you weren't
4: planning on it. <laughs> well, i just, just decided, concerned. But since Christian <laughs> asked us to.
0: Since you asked so nicely, okay, I'll keep doing a
3: Zelda's good job. Zelda's a standalone story and even standalone gameplay. It's its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to play anything else. Yeah.
0: It's kind of a revolutionary title in the series uh that sort of like yep. reimagines exactly what Zelda is. So I you don't need to start have start here is what I would
4: say. Not yeah. just yeah. from a story perspective, but as said Sam said, a complete, you know, rethink from the ground up of what a Zelda game should be and how it how the gameplay should operate.
0: Yeah. So I would say, Christian, instead of like thinking like is Zelda for me, just think about, you know, the game is a gigantic open world. Sandbox, uh, you know, fantasy adventure game. So, mm-hmm. if, if that sounds like fun to you, then you're probably going to like yeah. it.
4: Yeah. I mean, I've talked before on Scoop about how I feel a little paralyzed. Like, I don't want to play SteamWorld Dig 2 until I play one. I don't want to play Wolfenstein 2 until I play one. And it's not just for story continuation reasons, it's also just to see, you know, how the gameplay involved and what they improved and just follow like the arc of a franchise. I don't like to jump in in the middle. And even with that in mind, with Zelda, you know, it's completely appropriate to start there. Like, you don't need to have experienced what came before if you've never been a Zelda fan.
5: You'll obviously, like, appreciate the changes they've made or the remixes they take of older characters or themes and things like that. But there's so much new in this iteration of Zelda that I feel starting here is not a problem whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think
0: so at all. I finally got around to the uh, Champions Ballad DLC last mm-hmm. night a little bit and just did the first temple the one that's the closest to uh, your the resurrection shrine and I thought mm-hmm. it was really fun it took me like several tries to it's hard make my way you know mm-hmm. to defeat all the enemies and then get into the temple but it was totally fun and satisfying and that temple is really cool really clever okay.
4: Yep, I'm, I'm deep, deep into, into it. See, I, haven't, I haven't played it yet. <laughs> Justin so. doesn't like it.
0: You, did you ever? Did you even like no. unlock the first temple? Like, I yeah, know.
4: I did a few of the temples. Yeah. I, and I know, I know that shrine. the whole thing we is not shrine, I, me. I know the whole thing's not one hit kill, but it turned me off so much after yeah. not having played the game for months and months and months. Like wrestling with the controls and trying to re remember how to play while again like a lizard spits on me and I die. I'm just like okay. Like, there are dozens of great games out. I'm enjoying Wolfenstein. I'm enjoying all kinds of stuff. Like, so I was pretty content to put it down.
0: Yeah, I get that, but I don't know. I stuck with it. I reached out my stuff to controls. Yeah, I think I'll
4: probably, you know, I'm sure, like, it's, it's, uh, it's, you know, my game of the year. It's one of the best games of this generation. So I'll pick it back up in three or four years, and then I'll probably just. Appreciate like that DLC. will just be part of the game, right? So. Yeah, that's true.
3: the DLC led me to an area that I just never seen before I'd never even like yep. I looked on my map and like my, my green line had gone around it around it around it <laughs> I'd never been there. It's like this beautiful hill Yep, like a crag on the top and like I was up there and like the Sun was setting and I was like this game
4: It's so deliberate <laughs> it's right so, like yes. they deliberately take you into the DLC like sure Maybe some players did run through there I'm sure Andrew ran through there in his hunt for all 900 Koroks, but yep. um, they seem to have deliberately fleshed out areas that are easy to skip You think they have data? They're like, not very many players went here. I think Mm -hmm. they can
3: see where the shrines aren't. I think so they just, uh, they just huh. kind of put them in yeah. smart places. Yeah. yeah. That's probably good.
5: And I cool. mean, obviously, it was built into the
4: game of having that line that shows yep. you every step you took with that DLC. So yeah. they, on, the I'm, map, I'm sure well. they have
5: access to that. Yeah.
4: yeah. Well, in that line, you know, like I was sure if someone said, Did you go to every portion of that map? I'm like, Yeah, I absolutely went everywhere. But then once you see the line, there's <laughs> yeah. huge areas yeah, that yeah, I just didn't really should ever go in. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. Uh,
0: all right. This is Gab. He says, My name is Gab. And I've been listening to your podcast for about a year. You don't think it's Gabe? It's G-A-B.
4: All right. So, I don't yeah, know. That's uh, bag backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep,
0: that's true. From my 30-minute commute from Hertfordshire to Buckinghamshire in the UK. Okay, I want to go to all these places <laughs> yeah. that people are writing from. Uh, yeah, if, all, everyone who's writing to us from exotic places. If you want to sponsor a, a live game scoop in your area. Us, I would just
3: take a to-do list. Let us know.
0: Uh, Gab says, keep up the good scooping. Nintendo Switch, I want one. The whole world has adopted this clever little device. Yes, the whole world. So I don't doubt that 2018 will be filled with loads of games. Well, But if I were Nintendo, (laughs) it's time to already be thinking of the successor. Mm. I say this because the disaster that was Wii U probably still gives Reggie some nightmares. And as the handheld factor is such a selling point, they cannot remove it from whatever comes next. My question is: Do you think they will release a Switch Two? And a yes. what will they call it, <laughs> if not a Switch Two? Uh, okay, so hold on, unpack it. Uh, is yeah. ne- is the next Nintendo console uh, a handheld TV machine hybrid?
4: Well. I, I don't know. <laughs> hmm. I think the Switch more so than other consoles is really appropriate to get iterative. You know, 3ds style. Like they're not done. It's not like okay, the 3ds. We did it. Like I think we're going to see a Switch 1.1 and 1.2 that has a bigger battery life, maybe a bigger screen. You know, they'll they'll they design this device in order to iterate on it. Um, but I know that's not answering his question. So hmm. I think we're not going to see a Switch two for a while. I think they're thinking about. You know how do we get? How do we entice people that didn't spend three hundred dollars on a Switch to get like the new, slightly improved model? I
5: think also the sudden success of it in this first year because it could have gone either way, especially given the Wii U, that it may have been more of a slow roll. But the fact that it's pretty much meeting the PS4 sales wise, I feel like they very much, if they, whenever their new console comes, might be a little more delayed because of that.
4: But, I mean, it does, uh, Gab's, the core of his question of where does Nintendo go from here, it's sort of interesting. Like, they're in such a wonderful spot to have had this huge success on their hands, but it does kind of box them in a little bit, like, big picture-wise. Like, what is Nintendo doing six years from now, seven years from now? Do they go back to having a TV-only system? Like, it's a nice problem to have, but it is sort of an existential issue that Nintendo will have to grapple with. I think a
3: lot depends on whether we have TVs in seven years. Mm. Like Seven years doesn't seem like that long of a time, but it can be a a really long time if VR really takes off. It can be a really long time if just your phone is doing basically all of your entertainment center work by the time you know, yeah. the next yeah. Nintendo system comes out. Like why? I still think it's crazy that I have 10 systems I'm running Netflix on when I could just set it down when I get home and my yeah. TV could just be running completely from my phone. And they did that. They, they're they bridging the console version of that. Once we have Netflix on, it'll be even nicer. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, having a portable thing that that is all of your entertainment and your computer and all that stuff, like that's where we're going. And Nintendo's like anticipating that a little bit.
4: Yeah. yeah I, I think I think the switch probably does represent the future of the company. I don't think they're gonna have a standalone box that you plug into the back of your television. The reason why is for I don't know how long now, 20 years, Nintendo hasn't competed on a power, like a horsepower basis. Mm-hmm. Certainly since the Wii, you could argue back even since the N64, or GameCube, um, and they've always had like, okay, the Wii is less powerful, but it's got these revolutionary motion controls and and that that uh, went over for people, like, you know, 100 million Wiis were sold. And then the Wii U, okay, it's not as powerful, but it's got this tablet, and that didn't work And now with the switch, okay, we're once again not as powerful, but they have this other compelling reason to get the console. Yeah, and that's that's Nintendo. They 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 are never going to have like a fork. They're always going to be behind Microsoft and Sony in terms of the pure horsepower of their consoles. So they have to have some other reason to get people on board. I wonder if they'll stick with the name Switch. Mm. Is that a you know? How long do they stick
3: with that? Like Uh, they stuck with Wii for Wii U. yeah, Yeah, and that was a huge a debacle so i think
0: they wanted to not use the Wii name again Mm right yes yeah Mm -hmm. i don't know they use so it's the nintendo entertainment system super nintendo Mm -hmm. entertainment system Mm -hmm. nintendo 64 and then they're like gamecube Mm -hmm. and then Wii. yeah uh my
3: real question is like are microsoft and playstation gonna make a switch like device yeah yeah something something similar yeah see how popular it gets
5: well it depends I mean they're also competing in the weird market of they also have to think about home video release at mm-hmm. least for now while Blu-ray and even still DVDs are such a major part of their and market and we're
3: making a transition to 4K right now Yeah. so yep. like they totally want to be behind that absolutely yeah that, whereas
5: Switch is less hmm. that's not a priority for yeah Nintendo. we're gonna feel a little bit
3: yeah. weirder about Switch when it can't work on our 4K televisions yeah but that's not everybody yet
5: yeah I, th- that adoption rate also like obviously we're in it we see that every day the 4K but there's a large yeah. swath of both the US and just the world that hasn't even thought Absolutely. of adopting 4k yeah. yet,
3: it's like so. when we came out around HDTV's. yeah they're like hey most people don't have an HDTV. we're not making an ht system yeah and that really ended up angering me but in the beginning it was like Yeah, hey, it's a pretty good
4: decision i don't have an HDTV. but and, by uh, two or three years later like it really just, made that console yeah, age so faster dated. than yeah. it would have yeah. otherwise yeah i mean yeah. the 4k thing is interesting um i don't actually know i'd be interested to see stats on like adoption i think it's still low-ish but I do think it's going to be one of those things where if you get a new TV in a year or two, it's just going to be a 4K TV. Like, yeah. the, you know, the 1080p yeah, models absolutely. are just going to go away. Yeah. I I can't see Nintendo. They just haven't been in the business really ever of just here's a $400, 500 box that is really, really powerful and runs incredibly high-end games. And you plug it into the back of your television. Like, they haven't done that since, since I've been working in the games industry. Yeah. Um, So I can't possibly see them. This is a fun year though, because
3: Mario and Zelda are graphically so competent Mm -hmm. that they could easily be a brand new PlayStation Four or Xbox One release. And I'm not saying because of power, I'm saying like they're indistinguishable because of the styles they use. Yeah. That's great. I mean they're absolutely gorgeous. We'll be like that forever though. It's so
4: wonderful just as a Nintendo, lifelong Nintendo fan, to see them in the H D era you know, with just Mario Kart is completely gorgeous and Mario Mm -hmm. Odyssey is completely gorgeous. And to me, those games look good enough. I don't need Nintendo games to look better than that. Like I have, you know, Naughty Dog and these other developers I love, you know, pushing the envelope with stuff like Uncharted Lost Legacy and, um, you know, they occupy different spaces for me.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, A couple ideas that Gab has uh, for what the next Nintendo console could be. He says, it could be just a more powerful tablet with more Joy-Cons, meaning you're expanding the local multiplayer aspect. Hmm. Uh, Yeah, what if there were like four Joy-Cons around it? I don't know, I guess that makes it more of an actual portable multiplayer gaming system.
5: Mm They've also left themselves open, and they kind of hinted at it, but they haven't done anything yet with the idea that those are detachable. You could put something else there. Like yep, they that's can true. They can create something that is not just the Joy-Con as we know it. Whether fishing it's a different, pole. exactly, uh, they a
0: tennis put
3: a racket pole on there, tennis yeah. racket. or maybe yeah. you could also replace the center, right? Yes. So if yeah. You, if you are are going to get a more powerful system in the future, maybe you just get the tablet part of it, mm-hmm. and your 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 pieces just slide in the side. Yeah. I mean, that's what like the Switch Lite is going to be like, you know, like w-
4: we'll get a tablet only. It on will be, be a Switch Lite. Oh, yeah. The Instead of a switch lighter. XL,
3: something like that will happen. That's, I, I think they'll expand oh, yeah.
4: the line. I absolutely think we'll get a tablet-only one where the where the uh-huh. Joy-Con maybe don't even detach, and it's yeah. just like a gaming tablet for you know two hundred bucks. Like the, I mean, the, if the TDS it happened, that
3: did yeah. d- d- the exact same thing. Yeah. You know? yep. It doesn't fold anymore. Yep, everything's built in. It's so much cheaper.
4: Yep, I think we'll get a high-end one that's got a better screen and you know, a bigger battery life, and we'll get a low-end one that you know makes some compromises to get the price Yeah, down. the
3: built-in one could easily have a smaller screen that, yeah. that's more compact, actually fit in your pocket, that kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Uh, and finally, Gab wonders if they would add VR, but uh, no, I. Th- Nintendo has not shown much interest in VR, and actually a lot of consumers have not shown much interest in VR. It's themselves. true, yeah.
3: but seven years is a long time. That's true, And yeah. I don't know where VR will be, I don't know even what televisions will be like. I mean, we could have major changes in technology. For one thing, like the, I don't think the Switch will be able to handle, and maybe even not contemporary systems, leaps in AI, I've talked about this in Scoop before. Like, yeah. not everything we talk about has to do with displays and sounds. Mm. Like, th- there are things that we can put in games seven years from now, which will be, you know, lifelike or mysterious or interesting just because they have cr- crazy ai that gets to know you and yeah and does terrifying black mirror things yes look for it <laughs> <laughs> please be excited
0: uh this is eric ravtar He says, with this being your last show before the holiday break and with Christmas less than a week away, I wondered what is the first gaming system and or game you asked for or got at Christmas Mm. or the holidays. I remember when my sister got an NES with a zapper and power pad that led to hours and hours of gameplay well beyond the NES's lifespan. We'd play when home from college for Thanksgiving and Christmas each year, needing to tap it a bit harder for it to read the cartridge. So what about you guys? Any fond holiday gaming gift memories? Thanks for all you do and Merry Christmas.
5: What do you got uh, I don't know about first, but to be on brand, I remember the Christmas I got Kingdom Hearts. and I got, was a Christmas I got, gift. Yes, I got PS the PS2 and Kingdom Hearts. Could that have been
3: your first game
5: gift? No, I got an N64, uh, definitely for Christmas mm-hmm. earlier. Uh, but what happened was I remember I brought it upstairs to my room plugged into the TV while all my whole family was gathered downstairs and I put in Kingdom Hearts and the opening theme song intro cinematic played and I just kept hitting reset to watch it over and over sure. and I watched it like 20 times and by the time I started playing it was like hey dinner's ready you have to actually come down so I didn't get to play it till the next day well this is on <laughs> PS2 yes yeah
0: I, the PS2 had a reset button? I yeah, remember. it was the eject yeah. and then the okay. reset button. Interesting. Yeah. yeah,
5: the
3: power was actually on the back. And that's yeah. because it was like a CG intro?
5: Yeah, I just, something? I love, yeah, that yeah. intro. And that's because really it, cool. then it just entered you into the game, but I just wanted yeah. to keep rewatching that. Mm-hmm. That is
3: like very vivid for me.
5: That's cool.
0: Mm-hmm. How would you, Sam?
3: Oh, I definitely asked, asked for an NES first. And it got the, my, uh, the, you know, I was living in Iowa at the time. I think uh, my mom had said she went to the uh, Toys R Us in Cedar Rapids. Mm-hmm. And they had one left, and it was the Power Pad one. Mm. She still cool. went for it. And I remember, you know, the box very well, and my grandfather helping hill to that huge box? Yeah, that one that is, is, like, kind of long and, and square on both ends and then long. Yeah. And it, and it has the Power Pad. And then it comes with World Class Track Meet, uh, Duck Hunt, and Super Mario Brothers all in the same cartridge. Nice. And, you know, Super Mario well, Brothers is already super one card by that one time. One card,
0: three games? Yep. Wow, mm-hmm.
3: okay. and this is before Mario Two and everything. So like Mario yeah. Brothers is still the most popular game on earth, mm-hmm. and then uh, Track, you know, World Class Track Beat was like really funny. I don't know if you ever mm-hmm. played that. No, I haven't. It's a it's a big plastic pad you put in the ground, and you can take two people and they can stand next to each other oh. and they they race in place <laughs> through all these <laughs> Olympic games. Oh wow! Okay. Actually, yeah,
0: yeah. a harbinger of things to come with the Wii. Yeah, mm-hmm. Many years like later. But
3: it was just buttons, so there's nothing. Fancy about it, and it was yeah. it was so funny. You could just hop off of it, go on the ground, use your hands, <laughs> and use your hands. It was yeah. really fun. And yeah. the duck hunt, of course, was a blast too. Yeah, duck hunt. Yeah, really that was a um, amazing gift. That I remember opening my Game Boy two years later, mm. and that was so awesome. Yeah, I love yeah. that package as robot hands holding the Game Boy. Yeah, <laughs> so cool.
0: <laughs> There's all these lasers flying around. Everywhere. Yeah, and then it came with Tetris. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, definitely getting the NES for me. was also like uh, a key memory from my childhood and no zapper with yours right no i got the zapper because i got it like 86
3: orange or gray
0: first year gray it was yeah. the oh. first year that it went wide in 85 i think they test marketed it in new york and los angeles hmm. 86 was the first year it was available nationwide i was the first kid in my school to have uh this new video game console and so yeah it came with rob the robot zapper duck hunt and Gyromite. oh you had that mm. kid yeah oh, okay which is the original like power set mm-hmm. or whatever. And then I also got Super Mario Brothers, which, which must have been separate.
3: I can't believe you had Rob. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: Had Rob used. I'm sure I used it once or twice. <laughs> and then, well, this I found that box really recently,
3: works. the the full Rob box, I should bring it in. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. It has like really it's exciting. his it's Rob's face over one side of the box. So it's like you don't even see the oh, system. Wow. It's just the big it's robot face.
0: <laughs> the story is well documented. It's because no retailers were interested in uh, stocking video game consoles after the video game market crash,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so the whole reason uh, Nintendo put Rob in there and on the box is to pitch it as a toy instead of a video game system.
3: So you had to buy Super Mario Brothers separately.
0: I, I got it as a Christmas gift, yeah. but yeah, it mean it must have been separate because I don't think it was included in the box at that time.
3: Yeah, <laughs> and then Gyromite and Duck Hunt that came with that. Yeah. they were on separate cartridges. Yeah, mm. yeah, each their own cartridge. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It was amazing. That is amazing. It was so good. And the whole reason I wanted that is because uh, I would go to Showbiz Pizza, which mm-hmm. is what we had instead of Chuck E. Cheese. Mm-hmm. And one day there was Super Mario Brothers there in the arcade. Yeah, I thought that really game cool. was amazing. And then I was watching cartoons and there was a commercial for Super Mario <laughs> Brothers that you could play at home. It was the, the exact same, arcade game. Exact and I was like, thing, yeah. I have to have this. <laughs> and I got it for Christmas that year. It was
1: great.
4: Yeah. I mean, I'm in my thirties, right? And so for a long, long time, you know, I won a game and I just, buy, you know, buy the game, play the game. And so it's, it's funny to reorient yourself back to the days when like Christmas and your birthday were like the lifeblood of what I mm-hmm. presume is, you know, a shared passion for all of us. And yeah. like, it's the most obvious thing in the world, but you had to wait, right? Like a game came out and it's like, uh <laughs> it's August. I have to wait till Christmas to get, yeah. and hopefully, you know, grandma usually got me what I wanted, but like yeah. hopefully get the thing that you asked for. Yeah. Um, So my life is littered with, you know, opening, like you have the box and you have to wait for your whole family to open presents until you're allowed to make your escape and go play it. Um, The NES was a family gift, actually. That wasn't a gift Mm -hmm. just for me, but it sort of became mine over time. I'm the one that took it over. And so yeah, you know, Mario 3 and then up through I was a Genesis kid and like Vector Man and Vector Man 2 I remember being big deals for me. <laughs> yeah. Really? Like oh,
3: Christmas gifts? That's okay. So yeah. Cool. Um, I never the, thought of Vector Man that way.
4: And the big one, you know all the way up through even GameCube and I was 15 or 16, was probably the last one where, you know, I got Pikmin, mm-hmm. got Smash. Um, but the the big one was the N64. Like that yeah. was the one where That leap from 16-bit to 32-bit and, you know, 3D, you know, like the PS1 launched without analog controls. Like it took 3D a while for people, you know, game developers and consumers to kind of figure it out. That game felt so magical, and um, my parents. N 64. Th- yeah, yeah. And my parents weren't together, and I used to drag the N64 back and forth between their houses when I would go back and forth between houses. Like I was yeah. unwilling to leave it, <laughs> you know, if I was going to spend some time somewhere else. And that that in particular, like that couple of years of like you know Mario and Shadows of the Empire, and then Ocarina yeah. of Time and Golden were like peak. It was like that perfect storm of, like, I'm adult enough to, uh, you know, but I don't have any adult responsibilities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so That's that kind was like high school's life. Yeah, yeah. That was like, you know, late middle school, early high school. Um, yeah. It was a big, big deal for, for all of us in 64 games. And I think cemented, like, why I'm doing the job I'm doing today. Like Isn't it funny got, to think
3: of your parents doing the research about video games? I think they just bought what I told them to. Oh, really? Um, I think they, they knew. Like, uh, well, Kingdom Hearts is really specific.
5: Well, right? th- that yeah. was because there was a during like dinner time when we would watch TV sometimes there was a an ad that would play for mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts. I was like, I need this game. Yeah. But mm-hmm. most of the research for my parents, like I inherited my mom's NES and mm-hmm. her Game Boy and all of that. Mm-hmm. So she, she had a pretty yeah, deep so knowledge of it. Like, that's, so I think yeah, that's she really just cool. like understood, oh yeah, that I yeah. get what that game is. Yeah my, yeah. my
4: mom played a lot of Tetris too. And that was the last yeah. video game. I mean, she plays like iPad games now, but like an actual video game, like after dinner she'd go down to the basement and just be addicted to Tetris, yeah. you know, for a long, long time.
3: It's I remember cool. one Christmas I got a game genie the, for uh, NES. Who? And I had never heard of it because I only read Nintendo Power. Nintendo Power obviously cover the <laughs> not covered that. <laughs> but my mom like explained it to me when I opened it. And wow. She's like, "This like, well, you know, it gives you all these options with your old games." And I was like, "What?" Yeah. Like I had no idea. And I was like, "How does my mom know about this?" <laughs> That's so cool. And then I think it was because of like NPR or something. And, like whatever, whatever the case, she knew all about it. And and then and then for my parents, it was like, "This is a good reason for you." And I think they pitched it to parents this way. Yeah. Extend, this is the, life to extend the life of your existing yeah. games. Yeah. Isn't That's that really smart? smart? Yeah. And they, they like totally picked up on that, and it was ap- absolutely accurate. That's interesting. Because adding cause, Moon Jump to Super Mario Brothers and stuff is like, I was all back in it, you know? <laughs> yeah.
0: No, that's interesting, because my mom absolutely would complain every time. Why do you need a new system? You already have yeah. an old system. The new system doesn't play your old games? Dude, no, it, my it, it parents crazy. freaked
3: out when they heard that the new systems don't play your old games. Yeah. Like, I couldn't get one because of that. Oh, wow. Yep. Yeah, amazing. that was a big thing. And it was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a bad thing they did. <laughs> All
0: right, our final email comes from Robbie the Confused Gamer. (laughs) He says, Whenever a video game gives me the option to create my own character from the ground up, I would always create a character of a differing gender and race to that of my own. Mm. I'm a white guy. I will usually take any opportunity to experience a game from the point of view of characters with differing perspectives from mine. Until I real, I realized that in games with a create a character system, like Skyrim, The Division, Fallout, or even PUBG, your created character has no perspective of their own. Uh, having very little characterization besides what you, the player, conjure up, the character is really just a vessel for you to navigate the world with. How that character looks doesn't usually alter the way the character interacts with the world. So should my created vessel just represent me? Is it wrong of me to create a character of another race or gender? Am I somehow misrepresenting marginalized people? Or am I just overthinking this? What do y'all think about when creating characters?
4: I actually really like this question.
0: Yeah, I had never thought of that. I had never, it's true. It's like uh, modern character creators do usually give the options to create uh, a wide variety of uh, different races, genders. But yeah, it's like it doesn't change that character's experience.
4: in the world,
3: right? Unless it does, like Mass Effect or something. Well, yeah, or like well,
4: most RPGs, where it, sometimes romance Mass- options are different or things. Like yeah, romance right. options.
0: Yeah, that's it's still pretty limited. In Mass Effect, it's just it just determines whether you're a man or a woman, you're male or female, right? No, well, it, it does. D- change Determines romance. who you can date. You, you, Because
3: some characters are straight and some are gay. That's what and, I'm. That, that's what I'm saying. It just determines your. So, like, but like, if you don't choose, if you choose a, a female <laughs> character, there's. Three or four male characters that you wouldn't be able to romance like for instance.
0: Yeah, but like I say like you're not really experiencing uh, The Mass Effect universe as a woman though as a woman would experience real life, you know if as a, as a white male Yeah, I now, think- you're not all of a sudden
4: now experiencing the world as a woman
5: It's not a massive shift where every character is addressing you in a different yeah, way necessarily yeah. is what you're saying Yeah, yeah
4: I, so. I mean I've actually have thought about this I also when I'm given the option, almost always play a game as a woman, and it dates back to World of Warcraft because uh, I wanted to be a mage. And all the male avatars in World of Warcraft are the, the the character models used to look dopey and derpy and like they have these huge, thick, muscly necks and like <laughs> none of them looked right for mages. They only look like warriors. Hmm. And so I you know, I rolled a woman in that game just because it seemed to fit better with like, you know, more of a magic user class. And then that tradition just carried over. Like now I just always do it. But it gets weird in like role playing games with romance options because um I'm playing as a woman just because of tradition, because I always do, Mm. Um, but I'm still mostly making the choices that I would make, that Justin would make, you know, if he were that character, Mm. so I still want to only romance women, Yeah. (laughs) and so I end up only doing, like, lesbian romances, but I'm not (laughs) deliberately trying to, like, like, I think now that I talk about this out loud, if it's a game where, you know, there's actual role-playing choices to make based off the character you are, I should probably play them more like myself, because I'm making those choices Mm -hmm. that I would make. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying, oh, my character would do this, so that's the choice I'll make. I'm just making the choice I would make. Mm -hmm. So maybe I do, in those types of games, need to make a character like myself. Mm
5: -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I actually tend to stick with the default character. Really? Uh, Yeah, just because I do take it as me playing the game. uh, Like, the choices I'm making are always me, so what the character looks like or does doesn't really matter to me as much. But I, I don't see anything wrong with wanting to choose to play as whatever race, gender, Alien, whatever it may be the options are. I think that's a totally reasonable way to approach those games Yeah, Like Mm -hmm. Skyrim, lets you play as a lizard
3: or a cat or whatever? Yeah, yeah, that's true
0: I almost always play as a woman because my wife likes to design my characters. She's not much of a gamer She has a casual interest in it, but it's fun for her to design the character and she always tries to make a really pretty woman Hmm. That's like what that's her goal. (laughs) I'm gonna make the prettiest female character that I can.
3: What's her favorite character creator?
0: Uh, well, she really liked Saints Row. So that lets you get uh, that has yeah. a, actually pretty deep. Saints yeah, Row the yeah. Third those had were, a very deep character mm, creator in there, fine. and she liked the um, the Dragon Age Inquisition one too. That yeah, one that was, also was pretty good. good.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Uh,
0: but I don't know is there is there is there a uh, an ethical consideration to be given when creating a character in a game? As long as you're having fun, that's what I think. You know, it's just yeah. it doesn't change. I mean, I also your, your, your character is uh, presumably going to be
4: the hero of the story and heroism looks good on everyone, right?
3: Unless it's GTA.
4: Yeah, that's (laughs) true. You know, in multiplayer games, you know, again, like going back to the WoW example, you know, half the people running around that game world are women, and no one really thinks that half the actual people behind the computer monitor are women, although that game does have a much higher female Mm -hmm. audience than, you know, a typical game. But even so, I I don't think, like, it's... I don't think there's any expectation. Just the way that gaming is still fairly gendered, that you know, if you kill a female avatar in PUBG, that you would assume—I don't assume that—that's a woman playing mm, the game. That's interesting too.
3: Yeah, in multiplayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, in, especially in like games like Battlefront, where there's heroes, like yeah, you you are either a woman or a man. You don't you don't really choose that because of that. You choose it because mm-hmm. of. The I've
4: palace. never seen a lady Wookie. No, but Leia's in it. Mm. Oh, I'm just making an unrelated statement. It oh, just you, popped you into see my head. In, in the Lady Wookiee in the Star
3: Wars Christmas special. And oh. holiday special. There are female uh, uh, The Lady like Wookie's
0: in the Old Republic. Is that true? Yeah, but they go the whole Wookiee planet there, right? Uh, Kash- 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 Kashik. yeah.
3: Yeah, the yeah that you also do that in the Force uh, Unleashed too. Uh you go there as Darth Vader, the very first level. And you wreck Kashik. Mm. You just you just going through these wooden wookie dwellings and just completely force destroying them. I also,
4: you know, uh, I wouldn't. I would say Robbie, don't worry about it. Too yeah, much. I, I, I like you, the variety. You. you know, it's like I'm gonna play PUBG as you know uh, a person of color. You know, with a huge afro. I'm gonna play this game as this kind of person. I'm gonna play this game as an alien. This one I'm gonna be me. Like, yeah. it's nice to have. You know, you played what was it? Saints Row as a crazy blue guy. Yeah,
0: probably. Probably crazy blue woman, but
4: yeah, and just like, you know, I don't know, just kind of think about it that way. Just like yeah. each game is just a menu of like, I want to do this for the next, you know, 20 hours. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, all right. Before we go on our break, before we play 20 questions for the last time in 2017, what do we plan on playing over our breaks? Mm.
4: You're going to play uh little, what's the, what, the what, love? Nikki, the love, fashion, love game. <laughs> Nikki, the fashion game. Yeah. Miranda really loved that fashion game. So I yeah. downloaded it and checked it out. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I haven't really picked, like, the, you, you're you totally right that this is going to be my Christmas break game this year, but mm-hmm. um, I've been so busy with our Best of Awards and other stuff that I haven't given it much thought. I was playing through Wolf 1 to prep for Wolf 2, so maybe I'll finally just, you know, blast through that over the holiday break. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I still need to finish Wolfenstein 2 uh, myself. And then I still, you know, I still have four, I still have moons to find in Mario. Uh, the Zelda DLC is really fun. I haven't beaten Battle Chef Brigade yet, Well mm-hmm. I think I'm near the end there. So
4: I've been playing uh, Magnus Opum, o- Magnus. Opus Magnum. Opus Goodness Magnus. gracious! Magnum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, the, I've ranted before about how much I love Space Kim and all the games from Zachtronics, that developer. And he's got a new one out that's his most successful or er, most accessible and polished puzzle game yet, and uh, it's on. I think it's on iPad, but I'm playing it on PC, and uh, I will certainly spend some more time with that. One of the best puzzle games, probably ever. Ever, yeah. It's a Tetris. Yeah. Wow. And it's called Opus Magnum. Yeah, I got it right the
5: second time. Okay. Mopus. Right. It's no <laughs> Doctor Robotnik's mean bean machine. But
3: that's <laughs> true. We'll have to stand in for it. What is Sam? What are you gonna play over the break? Uh, I started ukulele, so I'm yep. gonna keep playing that on Switch. Uh, What's your I first g- impression of that? Um. I am like so so attracted to the sounds and sights in that game. Yeah, I don't know if I'll be like the gameplay so much, but oh my gosh, I'm, I'm so nostalgic it for it. It was yeah. making me so happy. and <laughs> I loved playing it, uh, wow. but yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, one now I'm in quests. So I'm like, I just played Mario. Like, yeah. this doesn't feel as good. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I love the music, but, it, like, but like I was explaining the other day, the game just feels cheap to me. Mm-hmm. Like the camera and the movement, and like it doesn't feel very polished. It doesn't feel mm-hmm. like a r- real AAA video game it's I a
3: bummer know. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I was, I was disappointed I remember Ooh. you saying that and I'll look out for that a little bit more uh, I didn't feel that myself okay. I guess I also know that team I've played Banjo-Kazooie a lot mm-hmm. and Conquer, and like I know what those games feel like and, yeah. I, and I see what they're going for really clearly yeah and uh, yeah I love it it makes me so nostalgic and happy to play it but I'll play that in Stardew Valley and uh, definitely the Zelda DLC yeah, I'm, for I'm sure. right in the middle of that I've played hours of that already yeah
5: Jonathan? Uh, For me, it's a cleanup of a few smaller games that I missed this year and also finishing Persona, which is my Mm. game of the year. I haven't finished it because it is 90, 100 hours long, but I love it. 90, 100. 90, 100,000. Wow, it's getting bigger. (laughs) Yeah, it's very, uh, I just started uh, Gorogoa. Gorogoa. It's a new puzzle game. Yeah. It's only an hour uh, long, so. Yeah, so I will probably finish today uh but it's beautiful and gorgeous and i just i love it so far uh but i want to also do night in the woods and yeah. little nightmares which you need to play that too yeah both i Renda do not and have Chloe. enough nice things
3: to say about night in the woods i can't so. wait to play it i yeah. played about an hour of that game but i, I want to play
4: more I, I i wasn't really that wild about oxenfree or firewatch or any of the sort of other walkie-talkie games um and night in the woods is the one that i'm like oh man that's the one to really get its hooks into me. I could have worked and, it in. That's a really good point. All yeah. right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I have a good goal.
5: There was just a... They sent out a blast from the PlayStation store, if you're signed up, mm-hmm. to get a 20% off code for the store. So I was like, oh, okay. Night in the Woods it is, then. Okay. What but did you Perfect. just
4: pull out of your pocket,
0: <laughs> uh, I pulled out a little note that I received in the mail, along with another... Little clicker. This is the second one I've received in the mail. This is intended for counting Video Game 20 questions. Uh, questions. Does it have a window on it, Yeah. Uh, so this comes from oh. Kenton in Michigan. And he says, Hi, Damon. I've been enjoying the show for years since I got back into gaming. My favorite segment is 20 questions. Every episode, I think you should have one of these. And that's kind of you. Uh, you know, like I said, someone else sent me this before, and I used it. And I got a lot of feedback that people missed. Ah. The fingers. People look have come to expect me to be counting questions on my fingers. Well, didn't your
3: wife say that counting on your fingers look stupid, too? So I'm sorry? Didn't your wife say at one point that counting on your fingers looked dumb? So but ridiculous? I'm, yeah,
0: but then the, the the viewers, the people that really matter with this show, they like me counting <laughs> on my fingers. Game scoop,
4: not wife scoop.
0: Yeah. You dumb, dude. Love you. <laughs> so, Kenton, for, for for you, since you were kind enough to send me this, I'll use this this one time, uh, and then in the new year, 2018, I'll probably go back to counting on my we fingers. We can see how we feel. Yeah. yeah. And we, feel. we set up a new
3: counter cam just for this. You a know counter, about that, right, yeah. CJ?
0: Yeah. Let's bring up the counter cam. He's,
1: <laughs> just, he's
3: just frantically <laughs> pressing. Oh, God. Buttons. Oh, God.
0: No, no, no. Uh, Kenton also gives us our 20 questions suggestion this week. Let the, qu- the questioning <laughs> begin. Okay.
4: Uh, does your character wear a hat? Does your character wear a hat? Damon. I really do need to start looking oh. at <laughs>
3: Cause you always look up the hands question and then you I'm going to say,
0: I'm going to say, okay, so first I'll count your question. Uh, I'm going to say yes, but it might be controversial.
4: No. Uh,
3: what are you oh, gonna have to oh. ask the functional hat question?
4: No, I don't want to get into the function, <laughs> yes, but it again.
3: might be controversial. Oh, I,
5: that makes me think of one immediate thing, but I don't want to.
4: Is it Captain show. Toad? That
5: was exactly what I thought. Yeah, oh! <laughs> yeah, because it would be controversial. I yeah, mean, yeah. Because, well,
3: well, he has a hat and the the, well, and the head and the head.
5: But some head right. people don't want to believe that. The there's the some canon.
4: there's some mixed so, canon about yeah. whether the toad is whether is the mushroom part of his head or is it's it a like, hat? Yeah, is yeah. there a
0: vascular system inside there carrying blood throughout his right. mushroom head? <laughs> All right,
3: let's
4: move on. <laughs>
0: Sam here. What well, we know so Same far up. is that I think this it probably works.
3: Is this from before
0: 1990? Was this released before the year 1990?
3: Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Was it this sounds p- like it came out in 1990. <laughs>
5: Was this released before the year 2000?
3: Yes. Okay.
4: Was this released on uh, the 16-bit consoles? No. So it's great. Pretty- <laughs> You're, You're coming around on the clicker. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Got a whole bad bad tower. Uh, so that means Sam. I think you're probably right. I think it's probably a late eight bit game, but we can. No, uh, uh, oh, it, it was not sixteen yeah, bit. Yeah. I love that. So yeah, it's okay. either later or earlier. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it's either
3: later or they can't re- be right on the dot. Um, is this a? Uh, um, was this on a Nintendo system?
0: Yes. Okay, that's
5: five. Uh, so you're th- you're thinking it was earlier. I my brain immediately went to like N64. Yeah, go for or, it. Um, it was on a Nintendo system. Uh, it's
3: not on Super Nintendo. No. So no. it's either on Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, Nintendo 64, Virtual Boy. Or NES. Or NES. Was
4: this a handheld game? No. Okay. Was this an NES game? No. So that's the N64. This is this a 3D game?
1: Yes. Okay.
0: You like that the clicker. Oh, all the That'll, questions yep. we just... We just yeah. Gonna, yeah.
5: <laughs> what question are we on?
4: You've
0: asked
5: eight questions okay. so far.
4: Uh, N64 game. Uh, Was this game developed by Nintendo? No. (laughs) Okay. What is
3: it? Maybe it was published by Nintendo.
4: Nah. Uh, I mean, it does, like, I don't think you would do it two weeks in a row, but it was like, it could be like a Pokemon Snap situation.
3: Yeah, totally. Was this uh, critically acclaimed?
0: Mm. Critically acclaimed. Give me a bar. For like what would what would what do you know the score? What score would a game have to get in your eyes for it to be critically eight, eight acclaimed? or better? Eight or better. Then that's what I would have said too. Uh, it would be right around the low end of, of that. Critically acclaimed. Of that, of critically acclaimed. So <laughs> Crit- moderate, maybe moderately critically critically reviewed. Uh, Daming, <laughs>
4: clarifying question. Yeah, he
3: clicked too for that yeah. too. Does I, after I all, said, all that debate,
4: I said, "Did Nintendo develop this game?" Would you have counted rare games in that in that bucket?
0: I would. I, if this if this game were developed by Rare and you asked me, did Nintendo develop yeah. this game? I would have said no.
4: Okay, but R- Nintendo owned Rare. <laughs> Nintendo Rare was Nintendo. No, yeah.
3: I, I agree. I, I can see
4: where David's coming from. Yeah, now, but mm. it's a good good way to probe Nintendo his attitude towards this develops game. games on its own. Did Nintendo make Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze? Well, I don't, I I don't know. Retro, retro that made that retro. game. Did yeah. Nintendo make like, like Metroid if, Prime? If Retro
0: developed Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze and you asked me the question, did Nintendo make this game? I would say no.
5: I protest.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, Do you just want to ask Rare then? Yeah, well, We've asked 10
0: questions, by the way. So I don't know. We're halfway there.
3: Is this, kind of. Does this yeah. game have a third-person camera?
0: Uh, so you've already asked if it's a 3D game. Yeah. Okay. Now you're asking if it has a third-person camera. Yes.
4: Cause Cause it's, first it's not Shader Goldeneye or perfect dark or a puzzle game yeah or a puzzle game i don't understand what perspective puzzle games are played from that's a good point we should bring Ooh. back
3: the mario deba- dr mario debate right now
4: <laughs> goodness gracious
5: uh i'll just ask is this game developed by rare
3: yes okay. oh yeah. <laughs> Rarely, yeah. goodness uh-huh
5: uh, so wow, the well, hat is controversial. So,
3: so how, Conker why is, has an eye patch. Yeah,
4: <laughs> hats and eye patches. Well, and as we've established, bandanas <laughs> are just a <the> high score. <laughs> yes.
3: A bandana could be a low hat. Crunty <laughs> wears a
5: hat and banjo. It's yeah, But You true. don't play he as uh, Krunky. Uh, yes. I think he's
3: thinking of Kazooie as the hat. Oh, eh. but she's well, in the backpack. Well, Kazooie's in the backpack. Yeah.
4: Okay, I mean, knowing it's a rare game, I, I mean, there's still there's a chance. A hat. So there's Jet Force Gemini. Yep. There's Blast Core. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to think of the lesser known. Is rare Blast Corps games. rare? Yeah. Um, really? Mm-hmm. And uh, all right. Well,
3: then there's Donkey Kong and, and Donkey Banjo, Banjo, Donkey Banjo, Kong 64. 2 is 2000s though, so it can't be that. Okay. Mm,
4: good point. Mm. So it's got to be early ish rare. Mm-hmm. I don't even and know.
3: Then, and then it can't be Conquer either. Was oh, yeah. that too late, you think? 2000s. Yeah. Mm. yeah.
4: Do you play as a bear? No. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. Except for you, do know that one of the drivers in Blastcore is a bear? No, I'm just joking. <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh, so what does that leave us with?
3: From Blastcore, Jet
4: Force Gemini, and it can't be Goldeneye or Perfect Dark. So. Okay.
3: Is Silicon Valley rare?
4: No, that was uh, that was actually the GTA that was DMA designed. That's right. Before uh, they redesigned I thought Blastcore that. was too. I don't think I think Blastcore is rare. I mean, I'm I don't know. Could be wrong. But is this a
3: sci-fi game? Yes, it's Jeff Force Gemini.
4: Do you do you play? Aren't you like weird rabbits in that game? No, you're. You're rescuing them. You're the. You you rescue Ewoks. Do you play as a set of twins rescuing weird rabbit people in this game? Yes, it's Jeff Force Gemini. (laughs) Would you like to make the yeah, guess? Yeah, it's Jeff Gemini. It is yeah. Force Gemini. That was a good one. <laughs> so,
0: I, the hat thing—it uh, takes place in like outer space. So mm. I assume they're wearing protective headgear, like yeah. a spacesuit, space helmets. Space helmets. Oh, okay. yeah, helmet. That is controversial. Where did yeah, I replay?
4: Yeah. Man, I—I I, I know I talk about this a lot on Scoop, but I'm really fascinated by the games that were like. There's two games. They're excellent when they come out. And then one is excellent a decade later, and then one's crap a decade later. And it's not the crap game's fault. They just age differently. Jet Force Gemini is so awful. I played it in a, I must have played (laughs) it in a rare replay. And it is, I'm like, man, I love this game. Like, I put it right up there with the other rare classics at the time. I couldn't play it. Oh, no. So, I was so disappointed. The critically acclaimed
0: question. I feel like it was like a sevens mm, game. Seven or eight people yeah. probably gave it. IGM probably gave it a high seven or an eight. Yeah. So I don't really. Yeah, remember.
3: I think you nailed that. I, we probably yeah. gave it a nine though. Yeah, I was <laughs> thinking the same thing. Uh, there's a uh, you, there's multiplayer in that game, yeah. and you can. I think in the multiplayer you can play as the dog.
0: Okay. Isn't there something weird where the camera only moves on the x-axis? It like doesn't yeah. move on the y-axis. We gave it eight point one. Eight point one. Matt Kasmacina, you were right. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. Maybe I'm incorrect about that, but I have I have that memory.
3: I don't know. I, I remember also you could have you could give the controller to a second person, and you have this like kind of droid mm-hmm. that hovers around you, mm-hmm. and they oh. can just kind of like zap.
4: On the N64, that game ran at like 11 frames per second. <laughs> yeah. So it's like even fixing that in Rare Replay, I still did they
3: fix that in Rare Replay? Yeah, I want to play that again. Yeah, oh, right. oh, cool. yeah, yeah. I
4: kind of want to play it too. I, I only... played
3: multiplayer so much wow. in that game. Huh.
4: I mean, I it. encourage you to fire it up. Goldeneye is the same way. You can't play it, man.
0: Yeah,
3: original yeah. Goldeneye. I
4: also That's don't know if Blastcore is rare.
0: We have to look that up. Yeah, I'll check. I don't remember, I don't remember if that was actually rare or not. I, Although, think it's,
3: I think it's the same people that did Silicon. You
0: think it's DMA? Yeah. You might be right. Uh, yeah, Jet Force Gemini was like, you know, a highly anticipated game along with, you know, uh, Goldeneye and Banjo-Kazooie and like all of those yeah, it was games rare. coming from Rare. It was Rare. Blastcore right. is Rare. Yep. Okay. Is Blastcore,
4: I guess Blastcore is probably in Rare Replay, right? Yes. Okay. Blastcore holds up much better than Jet Force Gemini. Never played that one. Dude, it gets so hard. It starts out, I've never seen a game, like for the first six or eight missions, you're like, this game's great. Why don't people talk about this game more? Then you get to the midpoint and you're like, oh, (laughs) this is impossible. (laughs) (laughs) Like it requires like pinpoint precision. Yeah. Mm. Jet Force shooting? um, Just like the way each vehicle is different and like. Oh, no, Blastcore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then did Rare do Star Fox Adventures?
0: Mm-hmm. That was rare, also. Yeah, yeah. That was for GameCube,
3: though. Yeah, for GameCube. Yeah. yeah,
0: but I just think of, I think of, I'm trying
4: to think of the rare misses. Started as Dinosaur Planet. I mean, they yeah. started to miss. Yeah. They got more common. Am I right? <laughs> Do you remember? It was like the biggest controversy. <laughs> that was, that's so mean. was <laughs> 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 the Thieves?
3: rare misses got yeah. more common. Got more oh, common. Con- I, I thought you said more
0: coming. Yeah, so the I. upcoming rare games. I was like, but no. these look cool. <laughs> no, the rare misses
3: got more common.
4: <laughs> that's true. That's true. It was like connectable. Play on words. It was like a top ten controversy when Nintendo sold Rare, but yeah. they obviously, like, Nintendo saw something that we didn't. they like, like, by mm. ghoulies. <laughs> well, they had, like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they didn't sell Rare for a long time until after Grab by the ghoulies. I don't
4: think so. I think that was their next game, wasn't it?
0: What? Yeah. for? That was, like, their
3: first Microsoft game? I, I think, think so. Yeah.
4: Yep, and then yeah, Conquer was,
3: Reloaded, and wow. then Banjo
4: Kazooie, Nuts and Bolts, and Connectimals.
3: I don't know the exact timeline. Viva but Grab Pinata. by the Ghoulies
4: was same generation. That was Xbox, and yeah. they released Star Fox right. Adventures on GameCube. Uh,
0: Banjo Kazooie, Nuts and Bolts, underrated. Yeah, I think I liked that game a lot. I did too. I had I a lot beat of fun. One
4: thing in it,
3: so I could never get past it. Yeah. But I love the open areas and stuff in it. I thought they were really the, good.
0: Yeah, and the the building different machines, all these different parts. Yeah, I thought that was really fun. Really clever. It. It's also in Rare Replay.
4: Wow. Yeah.
0: Rare, Re- rare Replay has everything. Yeah, it's incredible. It has all those old, rare computer games mm-hmm. that I've never played. Saber Wolf and yeah. all those weird games.
3: Is it a Viva Piñata? It does, and, and Viva v- Trouble in Paradise. Yeah, that's the DS one? No, it's a, a sequel, movie? but oh, okay. it's
4: okay. Se- it's like sequel slash pseudo remake. Like, it's yeah. basically like a 1.5 version of mm-hmm. Viva Piñata. It like, cool. completely replaces the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, that
0: brings us, uh, that is all the scoops that we have for you this year. Thank you for joining us all year long. And hey, let's do it all again next year. Everybody have very safe and happy holidays wherever you are, whatever you're celebrating. Play some really fun games. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Jonathan. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address gamescoop at IGN.com. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out.
6: I shook you in my dream As hard as I could stand When I It's full of sand Waking up a world away Cutting through the air 7,000 miles to kill I'll see you when I'm there Just look into my eyes You're watching it decay